This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 131, Care Less What Others Think. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hi friends, today I have a special treat for you. I am re-releasing one of the old episodes from my former podcast called Life Lovers Radio that I did between the years of 2015 and 2017. And the episode today, as you heard in the title, is about care less what others think about you. And I actually interviewed a women's business coach, Julia Wells for this interview years ago. And you may know her because I interviewed her on my podcast now, Becoming a Supple Woman. She's actually my very first interview guest in 2019 when I started this show. So yeah, I was just at a place right now where I'm like, let's tap into some of these old episodes that haven't been out in the world for a couple of years now. And as I re-listened to this episode with Julia, I'm like, man, this stuff is really good. I got to put this back out in the world. And I reached out to Julia to see if I could put it back out. And she said, yes. And so here we are. So just know some of the stuff that we talk about with Julia's business is obviously outdated. since This is from a few years ago, but I've updated all her links in the show notes so that you can go find her and uh, follow her. She is amazing to follow. She really helps women tap into their feminine power, especially as they're building businesses. I will say for some people, she may be a little bit out there. She does use a lot of colorful language for some people. I don't mind it. I find it refreshing, but that may not be your thing. But regardless, what Julia shares here today on this podcast episode is gold. So I hope you enjoy it. Now, a little bit about Julia is Julia is a women's empowerment coach and the founder of The Conscious Compass. After years of working her way to the top in the corporate world, she realized she was living for someone else's definition of success and had completely lost track of who she was and what she wanted. In 2014, she quit her job, moved across the country, and started from scratch. She now helps women all over the world discover what they want and how to get out of their own way so that they can create it. She has led hundreds of women through her free five-day zero fucks challenge and is all about equipping women with the tools, support, and community they need so they can stop waiting and start living. She has been featured in the Huffington Post, in the Fearless Footprint, and this journey called Life Podcast. Hey, Julia. I am so excited to have you on the show today to talk about one of the biggest blocks that both of us see with women, and that's caring what other people think of them. Mm -hmm. I told the listeners in the intro about your Zero Flux Challenge and how when you came up with it, I found myself thinking every day, 
who gives a fuck? And I knew you were onto something good because I felt so inspired by it just by that title alone. And I thought that, you know, other listeners would really get inspired by what you're starting here with this and how freeing and fabulous it feels to truly walk around saying, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about me. Um, but I know you were a girl who wasn't always this empowered and you probably cared what people thought about you at one point. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, totally. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm so excited to have this conversation. And like in full disclosure, I still am a girl, <laughs> a woman that gives a fuck what people think about me, but it's definitely changed dramatically. So yeah, backing up, I think I was a more carefree kid. I was really encouraged to kind of um, would you say like March to be to my own drum? I got to dress myself and kind of express myself however I wanted to. And then slowly but surely, I would pick up on little comments from friends, people at school, you know, the like, ooh, that's weird. Or like, you can't do that. I, I remember I have like, it's like the funniest example, but one of those things that really sticks out in my memory was I lived in the woods in the middle of nowhere when I was younger. And so we like run around our yard, half dressed, not caring. And I think it was like fourth or fifth grade <laughs> and, um, as a wild child. But my friend was like, you know that we go to sixth grade next year and we can't do this anymore. Like we will be judged. And I was like, oh, okay. Like judging, like what's that? What's that? Like, I don't want that. That sounds terrible. Like, yeah. And then, but it really, like, I think that was the age for me that I really started to pay attention to what other people were saying and how other people behaved in a way to like please others or fit in and be cool. And so middle school, especially in high school, was pretty hard for me to still be myself and but also this need to fit in and to be cool and follow trends and I definitely like found myself getting caught up in it even though I think if you look back when you ask anyone that knows me they probably tell you I I come off as someone that gives the least amount of fucks ever but in a lot I internalize a lot of it and I'm constantly in my own head and it's really hard to see um, and so as an adult, as I started playing this whole game of like, go to college, get a good job, check all the little boxes off, <laughs> I realized how trapped I just felt in my own mind of all the, all the fucks I was giving all the time. Um, and nobody talked about it around me. So then I felt even more isolated. It was always this game of how to look the best, you know, who has all the material possessions and going on vacations and promotions and yada, yada. And so it was just like all this all consuming thing that I was constantly battling. And it wasn't until in the past couple of years, especially with running my own business that I was like, okay, <laughs> if I keep living like this, I'm never going to get anywhere because it's crippling. And I cared so much what people thought about me. And then to make it worse, I think I had this created persona from people around me of saying like, you're, you're so inspiring. You give zero fucks. You do all these crazy things. I'm like, Oh my God. Like what if they find out I give all the fucks <laughs> doomed. And yeah, I just, I finally declared that I was done, done doing it. Um, and since then I've kind of been on my journey to stop caring. Well, so many of us can relate to the story, Julia. I feel like this could be my story too. Right. Like, you know, those middle school years, we start figuring this out of like, oh, I guess people talk about me. I guess I should fit mm -hmm. in this certain bubble. And then we spend 
the rest of our lives sometimes still trying to escape that, that stuff that came on in 13 and 12 years old, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And until we can consciously step back and say, whoa, wait a second, I'm checking off all these boxes for somebody else. And I'm not happy. I'm not happy doing this. How can I live for me? And that's where the freedom comes. And I know both of you and I have been on this journey as we started our businesses and found coaching and all that jazz is like, oh my gosh, now I can't imagine ever living the other way. Right. But like you, you know, we, we're still human. We still care, um, especially with our businesses. Cause you know, you and I talk about this online sometimes is like, sometimes people can be mean or that our business is just so personal to us. Um, mm-hmm. And so as much as we say, oh yeah, we don't care. At the end of the day, we still do. We just now have the tools on how to overcome it. Totally. And that's something I really focus on like in my coaching practice. And you know, whenever I'm talking to people is that you're never going to just stop caring. You're never going to stop feeling fear. It's just how do you create the tool set and, how, and the awareness around it to actually move through it? Because if you talk to anyone... I personally just don't like the word fearless. I understand the intent behind it, but I, if there's no more fear in your life, then you're playing a very small game and odds are you're probably not satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just like, how do you cultivate the right, the, to- the tools to move you through all of that? And it's totally possible and it's just a practice all the time. Well, break it down for us, Julia. How in the heck can we start doing this in a way that's balanced where we feel that fear, but we're still not stuck in it? Totally. So one thing that I think is really important to make clear around giving zero fucks is that we're not talking about being selfish or reckless or careless and just writing people off. It's about giving a conscious zero fucks. So to me, that's like, being very clear on what you do value and what are those important things in your life and how to do more of that without getting stuck in the fear or caring what other people think. So having that distinction, because some people just want to be like, yeah, facts, like I'm going to do whatever I want. No, that's not what it's about. So I think part of it is starting by getting really clear on what, what matters, what do you even want, what's important in your life. And for me, and a lot of my clients, like, when you get so consumed by checking off the boxes or pleasing other people, we forget what we even want. So it can take a lot of work and a lot of space to give yourself room to even explore, you know, who am I? Like, what are the things that bring me joy? What am I really good at doing? What do I love doing? Um, What do I want more of in my life? What do I want to create? So getting some clarity on your values, your vision, all of that can be really helpful. Um, And then I think the first part to really dive into after that is awareness just where watching yourself where are you giving the fucks because a lot of times we do this so mindlessly and it could be the littlest thing it could be you know like saying what do you want to eat for dinner tonight or you know when you get dressed in the morning it could be as big as your career a romantic relationship a friendship um but if you really start watching how you're doing this you'll see that a lot of your action is possibly driven by what other people are going to think of you. Um, Nothing wrong with that. It's just awareness. It's, and it's learning how to have that awareness without judgment. And then from there, I think you can start to take more meaningful action. And when you catch yourself doing it, that's when you can start having tools coming back to those division, the values, everything that you actually do want to create. Um, And I also find it's really helpful to have accountability around all of that. So someone else that, 
knows you declared you're going to give zero fucks, that you're going after these bigger dreams. And then just, you know, like people to keep it real with when it comes up and then working through it. And I know both of us are obsessed with journaling and um, you can use affirmations and all kinds of stuff to move through it. But yeah, I think there's, you know, that process of like, what do you want? Getting the awareness and then how to move into action around all of it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's where it's all at. It seems so complex if you haven't done it, but once you start that journey and you start doing it, I just want to reiterate to anyone listening, it can become so easy of it just starts going back to this, what I'm good at, what I'm good at. And to give a personal example here that Julia knows about is a couple months ago in my business, I did a launch. It didn't go very well. And I posted in this group that Julia and I are in. And I was like, well, I follow these steps, step by step. This person told me to, and, um, I was so pissed. I was so flipping pissed at the end of that launch because you know, I was promised, oh, if you follow these steps, you'll get these results. And the reality was, is I was following what they wanted, what worked for them. And I had to go back up. What are my strengths? What are things that are value to me? Just like Julia said there. And then I was able to say, okay, now how can I use that to make me successful? And we, like Julia said too, we can all get caught up in this stuff as we just follow, you know, around us and we don't even think consciously and we have to then watch ourselves and say, oh, okay, now I know where I'm doing this and let's go back to what I'm good at so I can do that instead. Would you agree, Julia? Totally. And it's just, it, again, like you will get better over time with this. It's just a practice, like anything else you're going to do. And it's, you know, as you move through it, like start small maybe like pick a couple of things you want to focus on an area of your life where you feel stuck and then just like work through this. But you'll, you'll quickly realize that you are doing this process in your head all the time or like eventually as you practice more and more and don't beat yourself up. Like I'm telling you, you're human. You're never going to not be human. As far as I know, you're going to get stuck in this stuff. Like society's designed that way. Marketing is designed that way. It's never going to go away. And so it just, having the tools and practicing and practicing and practicing. Yeah. Julie, I'm curious, why the heck do we care about what other people think of us anyway? Well, I think it kind of goes back to what I was just talking about is like, we're trained. And I find especially as women, like there's so much messaging that we receive, whether people say it to us consciously, subconsciously, directly, indirectly, like we pick up so much from such a young age about how we should look, how we should act, how we should dress, you know, everything that we're supposed to do. And then we start comparing ourselves to people. Nobody teaches us any other way to do it. We don't talk about it. And so all of us are over here, like <laughs> spinning out in our own worlds. And it's not, it's not bad to care what other people think necessarily. Like you do have to be a considerate human being. It can be very important to like have that skill, but it's become so out of whack. Like it's swung way too far on the pendulum of like really letting what other people might think of you. And guess what? Like most of the time people are not even thinking about you. We're all thinking about ourselves and like, it's so, oh, it's so insane. You know, I had a therapist tell me that once <laughs> when I first went to therapy way, way long ago. And she's like, Lindsay, most people are just thinking about themselves. And I was yeah. like, what? Like, they're not sitting around thinking about me. I just, isn't that like a revolutionary thought when we're sitting here like, oh my God, what are these people going to think? You know, if I, you know, publish this article or if I write this post or if I put this picture on Instagram or if I make this career move. Mm, newsflash people probably won't even notice and most people 99% of them will probably be proud of you supportive of you neutral and like 
maybe occasionally someone will have something not nice to say, but like, yeah, but that's their own shit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's what you realize too. When you wake up okay. and you realize, Hey, people aren't thinking about you. And then if they are judging you, that's their own shit. Yep. Nothing to do with you. Nothing. When you can release that and just know that they're also on their own journey of learning how to, you know, or probably giving all the fucks, but like they haven't even maybe started their journey of learning how to give zero fucks. We can be a lot more compassionate and like let them deal with their shit and not make it mean anything about us. Again, you're going to get caught in this trap, but you come out of it and you catch yourself a lot faster when you start to make a conscious effort to do it. Oh, totally. You know, I just caught myself doing this yesterday. I went to the bank and, um, you know, when you go to the bank, it's all money focused. So they're looking at the odds and ends of my business. And this lady said, why are you doing this if you're not making more money? And it wasn't even a question that she had to ask. It was just out of her own curiosity And I found myself getting defensive with her and I was so offended. And because she was trying to put me in her box of what she valued, Mm -hmm. which was funny. And I had to sit there and repeat what my values were. And I instantly felt myself wanting to start to please her and start to say, oh, I should be making more money or I should be focusing on this or focusing on that. And I realized like, I don't care about that shit. You do. That's your crap. And I'm not going to take that on. And so if we're not aware of that stuff, you know, like Julia said, we're doing that all day long. We're constantly like, okay, I'll fit in your box. I'll fit in your box. I'll do your thing. thing." (laughs) And that's why we're exhausted at the end of the day. And we're wondering what am I going to get out of life? I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And we do it all the time. All the time. And like Julia said, you know, we're surrounded with it all the day, every day, you know, it's like never ending. And at the end of the day, it's just because we want to belong. We want to be a part of something, but in the process, you know, I heard a quote recently. It was like, we become boring. We lose our fun, what makes us authentic and unique. And we all become like robotic. But yeah, it's like, we've got to, you know, figure out what makes us unique and special. And that's where we realize, you know, oh my gosh, you know, a people aren't thinking about me. Two is their own shit. And then three is like, they actually really think I'm cool because I'm doing my own thing. Totally. And I think you hit the nail on the head is like, yeah, the reason we care at the end of the day is because we do love humans. We value connection. Like oneness is very important in living a fulfilled life, but it's just going about it in a healthy versus unhealthy way and learning how to flip that script is critical. Um, I know I was reading another article yesterday and can you tell we're obsessed with reading? (laughs) But it was, yeah, it was like the old therapist, in-house therapist from Google. And she was saying like the number one things people talk to her about are like the seemingly ordinary things that they either love about people or miss about people or that are driving them insane about people. But we try so hard to be like so great and so special and so either like different or fitting in, but it's like those like ordinary, unique little things about us that make us so human and so lovable. And we don't spend any time really highlighting them or emphasizing them. And so we're always like trying to pile more stuff on top of them or you know, whatever that looks like to like have this Instagrammable life or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and then so we use, we lose like what we're here to do. I know. And, and then we all we get sad and depressed yeah. and anxious and oh, it's just not a good thing. So that's why, you know, Julia, I wanted to bring you on because I, you know, it, this feeds so many people that they're just living for somebody else. And what I love what Julia is all about too, is that her philosophy is not, oh, let's just not give a fuck whatever. I don't care about anybody. It's, I care about other people, but I care about myself too. I'm going to do it 
I want in the process too. Um, and that's what's so freeing about it. So Julie, I'm curious, what are the biggest differences you've seen with your clients and yourself by not caring as much or really applying, you know, this process of knowing yourself and applying it? What, what's been the biggest changes? Yeah, I think probably number one is just peace of mind. Like knowing that we make so many decisions every single day. And when you start making them for yourself and from your values and for your vision and service of your vision, like there's so much peace in not worrying, like, am I going to make the right decision? Did I make the right, am I going to make blah, 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 you know, like that constant dialogue that's so exhausting. And when you can just like, let that go, it gives you so much more, you know, like serenity and time to focus on other things and just like be with yourself or doing things that make a difference in the world. Um, and then also just like getting into action. Like most of the women I work with are purpose driven. They're here to make an impact in the world, whether it's their community or on a really global scale. Um, but it allows them that peace of mind then allows them to go up against these big things that, you know, maybe feel insurmountable without the tools, but they just like start breaking through things. They're doing things that otherwise they would have never done because they were so scared what people might think of them. And so cool. Like they're literally designing, redesigning their entire lives. I did the same thing, right? Like, you know, sure. It may not look logical to make some of the decisions or to someone else. They'd be like, why would like, why would you ever do that? For example, like I'm moving out of a house where that my family owns. I have a great hookup. I live in the Bay area. It's the most expensive place in the country. Um, but I'm not happy and I'm going to go start paying rent somewhere. <laughs> and like, I battled myself for, for so long. Like, this isn't logical. This doesn't make sense. What are people going to think of me? And I was like, okay, like if I focus on my values and what I'm trying to create in the world, I need to be in an inspiring environment. I need to be, you know, like doing my own thing, having my own space in a community around like-minded people. And then it was so obvious. And there's just like that peace of mind that came from making a decision for myself and nobody else. And um, it, I already know, like it's already then leading to breakthroughs in my business and my relationships because I'm doing those things for myself. I'm showing up in service of my vision and what I'm actually creating. Yeah. I mean, that's just so much goodness right there. <laughs> and I just want to reiterate what Julia said. So basically what she was saying is that she's not stuck in her head or her clients aren't stuck in her head because she said it's exhausting. And I wish y'all could see me when she said that I was nodding my head. Like, yes, it is so exhausting. I mean, I've had so many client calls myself. I had one recently where a client got on and she's like, I am obsessed with what my brother thinks about me. And as we're coaching through it, I just kept saying, what makes you care? What makes you care? And she's like, well, he's my brother. I love him. And as we kept going and going, I just kept saying, then what a value, how is this valuing your life to care about this? And she realized, okay, this is ruining my life in essence, in many ways. Um, and then that opens up the space to get what you want instead. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when you can create a life you love, you know, is like, what is it that I want to do? Julia, I'm curious, you know, you mentioned in your story that, there was just a point where you had a shift and you started to not care as much or just make these kind of conscious changes. What was your inspiration with that? Yeah. So I was actually on a retreat in Maui with my mastermind. So it's like a group of other coaches that um, I work with and we were there and our coach that was facilitating the experience asked like, what would need to happen for this to be a life-changing week for you? And I like, immediately had tears in my eyes. 
I never ever raise my hand to like speak first in any type of group setting. I usually am like a total like body processor. It takes me a longer time. I have to think through what I'm going to say. And I was just like, oh my God, I need to stop caring what people think. I like give so many fucks and it's, it's just trapping me in every area of my life. And it was just like crystal clear. And we're like, okay, like that's it. We're done. Like the declaration, I give zero fucks. And then just, I practice like in that setting, in the safest space with women who like really see me and they know what I'm trying to create in the world. It was like, just show up for these like four days as the Julia who doesn't give a fuck. And it was so freeing and it was the most incredible experience. And I really got to watch myself. I was like, wow, like, okay, this has to come back with me from Hawaii. Like, you know, I have to integrate this into my everyday life. What is this going to look like? And as I did it and I saw what it was doing for me, I was like, okay, like I got to teach this to other people too. Like this is, and that's all, like, it may just be a simple declaration. Like if you're listening to this and you're realizing like, oh my God, this is me. Congrats. Like now let's turn it around. Like have a breakthrough. That's it. That's all you needed to realize. And just declare that you're ready to do it a different way. Yeah. You know, I've known you just for a few years, Julia. And it's so interesting that that was that moment. Because after that moment, listeners out there, that's when Julia's business started to take off. And her branding became really spot on. She knew what she was doing. Before that, she was trying to figure it out. Like, where am I going? Am I going to a health coach, life coach, business coach? And now she's kind of incorporated it in a really cool, authentic way um, that, of course, is branded very beautifully, which you guys know, I love that. Um, and so now she's like free to be herself from that. And I'm, I just wanted to know that Julia, because I know, you know, my situation when I stopped caring, it was after my divorce when basically I felt like everything was exposed. Everybody knew like I wasn't perfect anymore. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dang it. I was like, well, what am I going to do? Now I can live life for me. Now, now people know I'm not like perfect Lindsay. And that was so freeing. And I had this coaching business, you know, I would have never done that if I cared what people thought about me. I would have just stayed in the corporate world. I would have kept a fake smile on my face. And that is not a way to live. I know you can agree with me, Julia. Where we are now is so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. And it just goes back to realizing that you know, people don't really care at the end of the day. Maybe if, and two, if they have judgments, it's not about you. It's about them. Yeah. And and people are going to have judgments, whether they're good or bad. Like we're all human. We probably sin judge other people. And it's like, again, it's our own shit. So just let it go. Like let it roll and carry on with what you're here in the world to do. And if you don't know what it is, like, let's go figure it out. Exactly. Gosh. Yeah. So much easier said than done. Right. I know. I know. Our our mind is just like programmed to care. So like Julia kept saying, it's a conscious choice. You're constantly saying, okay, how, you know, how can I make more authentic or conscious choices? Um, Because otherwise we just naturally go back to that. Yeah. And like my business is called conscious compass because it's like when, if you have it, like you're clear, once you figure out your true North, your North star, whatever you want to call it, like this is my vision. This is where I'm headed. My goals again, like this can change and evolve, but like the more clear you get on that, the more, you know, where you're headed, but like anything else in life, like you're going to veer off track. And sometimes you just have to like realign that little compass and come back to your North star. Um, and it's just, you're doing that all the time, but, and that's never going to change it, but it's like, let's enjoy life while we're doing it. And let's have a really good time. And 
Yeah. Well, Julie, how can we catch ourselves? How can we know when we're getting off course? So I think for me, like the more you practice, it's just like the awareness of watching yourself. You know, sometimes I have to like, if I say things out loud or if I'm journaling, I'll ask myself, you know, like where, where am I like holding back? Like what's something that I want or where am I feeling stuck? And like, why? What, you know, what's behind it? And if you really keep digging, it's usually like that fear of what, what people want. And so I think the first step is like, start looking at the things where you feel stuck or where you're not fulfilled and you're not getting what you want and just start slowly asking yourself why. Um, they may be really big things, but they may be little things. I think like it's hard, right? It, I don't know. It's hard because I feel like you just have to make this declaration and then you'll start watching yourself do it. Like when I do the zero fuck challenge the first day, I like we tally up all the fucks we give all day long. And like, usually it doesn't take but an hour or two <laughs> to realize like, oh my God, I'm doing this all the time. So just start like watching your thoughts. And again, like it could be first thing when you wake up, like, should I go to the gym? Yes or no? How will I look? Should I get dressed? Should I, you know, do wear makeup today? Okay, like, am I gonna, you know, show up at this meeting a certain way? Am I going to get on this call? And you like, just, if you're like watching your thoughts, you're going to realize how much of it is driven by how you look to other people. Yeah, it's so true. (laughs) Sometimes when we just put out that intention of, okay, I don't want to care anymore or care less or just see what I'm thinking about, then you'll just start. It's like, it'll hit you so hard. Like, oh, okay. Now I see it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And I know for me with my life now is anytime I start feeling resentful or anxious, that's when I know, okay, I'm getting off course here where I need to go back a certain way. Um, or if I start judging myself, yeah, oh my gosh, that's the worst. So yeah. (laughs) Judging myself, judging other people. I'm like, yeah, hold on. There's something going on here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. None of that. That's not fun. (laughs) Um, so Julia, I want to ask you some fun questions. Okay. So first off, are you a dog or cat person? dog I'm super allergic to cats they are, are you yeah <laughs> do you have any animals um no my mom has a little long-haired chihuahua named Tarzan he's my little buddy but no animals oh. I travel too much I can't yeah I figured <laughs> well this is a loaded question but what's your favorite book um oh my god I'm so bad at stuff like this I'm one not like I don't consider myself a favorites person but I was thinking about it. I actually just read The Alchemist for the first time this year, which like blew my mind that this wasn't like required reading my entire life. But that book was like, I, I, it's something I'm going to read every year for the rest of my life. And I can't say that about a lot of other things. Oh man, I have this on my to-do list is to read this book oh, because my. so many people have said that. I know. And it's so easy. Like I consumed it in like a couple days and it's just like, it's not personal development, but there's so many insights that you're going to have from reading and just like, wow. And you know that every time you read it, you're going to get something new from it. It's Oh, it's amazing. Oh, cool. I got to read it. Yeah. Well, what's something you love to do and can't imagine life without it? Um, so many things. I think I'm torn between eating and traveling or maybe a combination of the two. Eating traveling. traveling. Yeah. Traveling to eat. Traveling while eating. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What does having a life you love mean to you? It really means living in alignment with my values. So like freedom, that connection and making an impact into, in the world in whatever way it looks like. And like knowing that that's going to be pretty seasonal and it may change. 
um, but always like showing up in service of those things that are most important to me. Yeah. Living values are the best. Mm-hmm. best. Okay. Favorite setback in life. Honestly, starting my business. Like I had no idea what I was doing and I don't recommend doing it this way when I <laughs> jump ship from corporate, but it, it was like, it took me a really long time to figure it out of what I was doing. And it was really frustrating. It still can be like extremely frustrating. You know, like it feels like this slow ascent to, I don't even know what the end game is going to be, but I really did. I had to like start from nothing. I had to give myself a completely blank slate, which is like terrifying and felt like a huge setback at the time for someone that was like, so used to having their life figured out and looking really good. Um, and then like dropping to zero, zero income, zero idea what I was doing. And yeah, just like building from that. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Last question. How can women start to support each other even more in life? I love this question. Sisterhood is my jam. (laughs) Talk about like the real shit that's going on. And a lot of the time that means that you have to start the dialogue and you have to be willing to be raw and to be vulnerable. But I promise you, whoever is sitting across from you in that conversation has their own struggles and their own stuff that they're going through. It is just part of being human. And it's once we start talking about it, like you'll realize whether you have the same issue or like something else, like we're all going through it and all we want is connection. And the way to get that is to be real and get vulnerable. So do that with your mom, do it with a sister, do it with a stranger. I don't care. Like sign up for a workshop where you get to go do that or something, but start these real conversations. It's so important. And I, it's just missing. Yeah. And there's something like vulnerability is the birthplace to change or something. I think that's a Brene Brown quote. Yeah. Like she, I just was watching her in Oprah yesterday and she said, yeah, vulnerability is like the birthplace of creativity and innovation. Yeah. And it's so true. You know, there's been times with just a little private Facebook group, Julie and I are in where I go in there and I'll say something that feels really vulnerable. And I think, oh my God, maybe they're going to judge me. Now they're going to know something. And it's always, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you started this conversation. (laughs) And it's like, oh, thank you. Because now I can finally get some help and we can connect on a different level because we are more vulnerable with each other. And it's so freeing. Yeah. It's like a huge exhale for whoever gets to share. And then it's also this like moment of connection that we don't usually get in our day-to-day life. And that's so special. Yeah. And I think it's an exhale too for those listening because they're like, yeah. Oh, I'm not alone. Like, yes. Oh my God. She's yes. not as perfect as I thought. That's yep. great. Yeah. And it's not in a judgmental way. It's like, right. wow, like we're more alike than I ever thought. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. Well, Julia, what's something that someone can do today to start caring less about whether, what other people think about them? Well, for one, you are more than welcome to come join the uh, five days zero fucks challenge. But part of like, basically what we do in that is a mixture of the awareness and the action piece. So maybe just start watching yourself today and see where you give a fuck. Um, Or if you really want to go balls to the walls, if there's something that you know that you really want to do and you have been completely stopped by fear and like what other people might think of you, go do it. Find someone to hold you accountable to doing it. Like sign up today, post it. I don't know. Say, share it, have the conversation, whatever it is, like go out there and do it. Yeah. Get into action. Yes. Yeah. So Julie, I'm curious, how can they sign up for the zero fucks challenge? 
So I, the easiest way to do it is just join my Facebook group. It's called Stop Waiting, Start Living. Um, I'll add you to it and then I'll share. I have links in there to do it. And we're actually going to have a live round coming up in the next few weeks where I guide you through it. Um, but right now you can totally take the journey on your own and use the Facebook group to share whatever comes up for you. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like listeners to know, Julia? I just want to remind you that you're human and you may be thinking like listening to this, like, okay, this is so great, but you're still judging yourself. Like just let it go. I'm human. Like Lindsay's human. We just shared with you, like this doesn't change, but the tools are available to you. And like, it's totally my mission and my honor to share them with you. So like, what do you have to lose? Just take the first step, come talk to either one of us. Um, like there is a better way. There's more peace of mind. I promise it just takes practice. Yes. And just like Julia said, we're both human. (laughs) We're not superhuman. There's so many people that I meet or I can just feel their energy and they feel shame or guilt or feel intimidated sometimes even by me. And I just want to wash that away and say, do not be intimidated by me, please. Yeah. I am human. I am not some like super person. I just have been on this journey maybe a little bit longer. And Julia too is like, you know, that's why we share these tools. We want other women on this journey with us. We're kind of wanting more of a party. And so come join it in some way or fashion. Just, just get to a place where you can feel the freedom that it feels when you care less and you're living more in alignment. Like Julia kept saying with that compass of your, what your North star is, where you're heading this purposeful living. It just feels amazing, amazing stuff. So Julia, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I guess the best resource for everyone to reach out to you is in the Facebook group. Yeah. Stop waiting, start living, or there's a link to, if you go to juliacwells.com, my website. Cool. And then in the show notes and on the blog, everyone, I'll have links to her website and you can find her on Instagram and Facebook too. And of course I'll put the Facebook group in there. Julia, this was awesome. It was so great to talk with you. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. Hopefully it was very helpful to your listeners as well. And there it is, my interview with Julia Wells about how to stop caring as much what other people think of you. I hope you found this episode to be helpful and didn't get too offended by the cuss words that were coming at you. I wanted to keep this conversation really raw and authentic, and that's just the way Julia is, and that's the way I can be too when I'm not doing this whole life coaching thing. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. Until next week, all my love and blessings. I'll see you back next week on the show. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend, send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, 
You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.